Welcome everybody to Bot 10 Art. My name is Lazaro Gomez and this is Noodle Doodle. It's my podcast. <laughs> uh, every Sunday I do a podcast where I draw in a prompt book and pick an art related topic and chat your ear up about it. So if that's your sort of thing, sit back, relax, enjoy a nice cup of coffee on this beautiful Sunday morning and listen to me uh, talk some noise <laughs> uh, over the weekend. Or sorry, this past week uh, I was on vacation, so there was no new episode of Noodle Doodle until now. Uh, but I did get a chance to kind of hang out and do a live stream with some uh, artist friends of mine. And that led me to today's topic, which is going to be about uh, Artist Alley and conventions. So if, uh, if this is a topic that you are interested in, uh, hopefully I provide you all the right information. Uh, this is one of those topics that you can disseminate and you can talk for hours about, uh, especially if you are an artist and you've, you know, you've been through this sort of thing. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you have some great stories to tell, just like myself, just like my friends. Uh, and so we were on this live stream and it was a very good time we were laughing it up a lot because we have uh, such great stories to tell uh but anyways i digress today uh our topic let's see is a desk chair <laughs> so easy enough i get to draw a desk chair today and in the same fashion of noodle doodle i am going to draw my bunny character sitting in an office chair and talk to you about my first convention. <laughs> uh, so for me, uh, I moved, as I said in previous uh, podcast, I moved up to Orlando in 1997 from Miami, and I attended my very first convention in 1999. Uh, that was a uh, that was MegaCon. Uh, it was the biggest convention of its time, as you would imagine. It still is today, but back then. It wasn't as big <laughs> as it is today, uh, but it was a big deal, and I did have a good time, and I went uh, to this show, and that is when I discovered, oh, wow, uh, there is a section uh, for artists to come in and kind of sell their artwork and stuff like that, and I thought that was really neat, and uh, back then, it was not named Artist Alley. Uh, if you had money and you wanted to run a table, you just sat down and did your thing but there was no artist alley as it exists today <laughs> uh, there was uh, come to think about it there wasn't a lot of things uh, back then to <laughs> that like they are today uh, but anyways yeah i was um i was young unexperienced uh, i was in my 20s and it was all super cool because i was into anime and that was one of the one of the places to uh, find that sort of stuff on VHS. Uh, I used to watch Neon Genesis Evangelion, and lo and behold, I can find all the tapes here. Uh, there was a vendor that was uh, selling them, and so I would buy them and add them to my collection, and so on and so forth. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> it, you know, I I, I was kind of taken back by the uh, quote unquote artist alley. And I see these people um, lined up. And so uh, it was, you know, again, it was very small, maybe, maybe, you know, 15, 20 people. Uh, 
But what I failed to realize was that these people were trying to break into the comic book industry. And so they were artists, but uh, they were there to show off their pencil drawings or inking skills and stuff like that. Uh, not so much an artist like myself selling artwork. The, there were there. There was uh, some, you know, some artists selling art, uh, but not to the grand scale that it is today. And so <clears throat> the very next year, I decided to set up um, set up a table. You know, I rented a table. I went there with my, <laughs> my sketchbook, my art supplies, uh, and very little else come to discover. Uh, I was very, very unprepared for this, just like my first art show that I had mentioned in a previous uh, podcast. Um, yeah. I had no idea what to do. <laughs> I was all brand new to it. Uh, complete noob, if you would. And just completely inadequate. And, uh, but it was it was something that was uh, a great learning experience to me. And uh, one of the first things I learned was that art prints uh, sell better than original artwork at comic book conventions. <laughs> Especially if you're starting out. If you're, you know, if you're new to it all. First, you have to get over the extreme fear of, oh, my God, talking to people, making sales, setting all your stuff up, uh, you know, being there on time, staying there all day, uh, you know, and all that good stuff. So there's a, a nice level of anxiety uh, that that you will you will partake in, if you would. <laughs> we all did. Uh, we all had anxiety the, the very first time. Uh, but after a while. That anxiety tends to go away. Uh, you become used to it. Uh, you see the same faces over and over and over. Uh, so, you know, you tend to make friends. And that's a big thing also in conventions because they can help you out uh, and you can help them out. Uh, especially then, there was there was no um, online paying system. There was no, like, Venmo. There was no um, cash app or anything like that. So you had to deal in cash. You had to bring money to make change and all of that good stuff. Uh, you also had to learn how to deal with customers. You know, not everybody is uh, not everybody is uh, peachy clean, peachy clean, if you would, <laughs> uh, or nice. Uh, that's just a term for someone who is not a nice person. Um, you know, you will deal with people that are grumpy, people that you know, whatever they try to break you down for whatever reason. Uh, but you have to learn how to have a thick skin uh, because people will critique your artwork, you know. Oh, I, that sucks, or I could do that better, or blah, blah, blah. And, and you know, these are all <laughs> little stories that you hear and, and you share amongst your convention friends, right? So, uh, like I mentioned before, this uh, live stream that we were doing, <laughs> that was one of the things that came up, you know. It's like... Every convention has that one guy uh, that says that he can draw better than you, you know, <laughs> which is which is really funny. So you got to learn how to deal with customers. Um, and you also have to think about yourself as a brand. Uh, interesting enough, you know, you have to think of yourself uh, as a product because, yes, you are selling artwork. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, you have to realize that you yourself 
are the product, right? You're the artist. You're the one that, that created this artwork. So, um, you know, most people go into these conventions with the idea of, oh, I'm just going to go in there, sell artwork and leave. Um, and, you know, they have this idea that they're going to make millions of dollars right off the bat. <laughs> and that also is not true. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure someone has done it, uh, and and if so, I don't know about it. But you're not going to make a lot of money, <laughs> at least not your first go. <laughs> um, so so yeah, you could you could see how this topic is, uh, you know, a, a a topic that we can spend hours on. So I don't want to do that for you, but I do want you to um, kind of have a a sense of how it all works and kind of ease your anxiety if you are new to doing conventions, uh, especially now that the COVID cases are, are coming down, things are coming back to normal. Uh, people are wanting a live experience of a lot of things and going to conventions is one of those, uh, one of those things, you know? So, um, yeah, so you have to, kind of keep all of this in mind and hopefully I can help you, uh, you know, get set up and, and ready for your first show. So let's start with uh, our prints, you know, our prints is something that um, for a modern day artist is literally the bread and butter of our business, right? So like, yeah, you could, you know, you got stickers and you have, um, pins and all kinds of different accessories that you can, you know, mess around with and tinker with. And you may be successful at some things, not successful at other things. Um, you have websites like Etsy and, and Shopify that can enhance the, uh, enhance the selling aspect of your business and, and kind of help you out. And those are cool things that you should take advantage of. Um, also society six and, the list goes on and on. So you can put your artwork on, you know, mugs and shirts and socks and whatever else. But um, if you were doing a, a convention, that's a lot of overhead. You know, you have to put money into uh, a product that may or may not sell. So you're literally taking a risk on yourself. And so uh, prints are a cool way to kind of um, lower that overhead cost yet produce a product that you can do in short runs and see what sells and see what doesn't sell and kind of go that route. So like, let's say every convention is different. So it may be anime heavy. It may be horror film heavy. It may be comic book heavy or wherever, you know, depending on the comic, you can pick and choose what you want to bring to these comics to kind of, uh, to kind of, you know, have a, a better chance at success, right? So if I'm going to a horror-related comic, I'm going to bring all my horror-related prints. If I'm going to a comic book uh, convention, I would bring more superhero, you know, uh, or pop culture stuff. If I'm going to an anime convention, if you do anime artwork, uh, or you have some kind of anime artwork in your repertoire, uh, you would obviously take that kind of artwork. But usually what I do with prints is if it's a brand new print, 
I'll do 10 copies of it, uh, put it up for sale. And if it sells, great. If it doesn't, you know, I try to keep peddling <laughs> the artwork for years and years later on. But you get the idea. You know, you could do these short runs that don't cost you a lot of money uh, and kind of, you know, go that route. So I would say if you're starting out brand new, um, have at least 10 copies of 10 good prints. Um, and, you know, of course, not just because my company's bought 10 art, but <laughs> I do like the number 10. Uh, so, yeah, come up with 10, you know, 10 pieces of artwork, whether it's traditional artwork that you can scan in or photograph and, and make prints of. Or uh, if you're like me and you work digital, um, you know, you can create these prints, send them off, get them done, um, get 10 of each, and then you'll be ready for a show. Also, uh, when you're doing your prints, you have to figure out your price point. So I deal in three sizes, three are uh, three sizes, three three uh, price points. So five by seven, which is my small prints, they're two dollars each. Eight by eight, eight and a half by eleven, uh, or you know, like a standard eight by ten, uh, that is five dollars, and then a eleven by seventeen is fifteen. So uh, 5, 10, 15, that's usually, or sorry, 2, <laughs> sorry, 2, 10. I, I totally messed all that up. <laughs> For shows, it is 2, 5, 10, and online, uh, those prices change. So depending on the show, you will change your prices. And as you can see, it's, you need to write it down because <laughs> it's very easy to mix it up. <laughs> So uh, right off the bat, I'm giving you good advice, but with a bad delivery. Uh, but anyways, you should have some kind of price point uh, system for your art prints. Online sales are different because, you know, you have the cost of shipping it. So you need an envelope or some kind of protective sleeve. You need to pay for the, for the shipping itself or pass that on to your customer uh, and so on and so forth. And in conventions, you could be a little bit more lax because, hey, there's no delivery fees or anything like that. The, uh, the overhead you have is the print itself or whatever, you know, plastic sleeve you want to put it in and, you know, give it to the person. So there you have that. You have to know your art prints. <laughs> and now I will cover friends. Uh, through the years, I've made a lot of great friends. Uh, through uh, doing conventions, uh, and there is benefits to this because, you know, a friend can watch your booth, a friend can share the cost of your table, a friend can help you make change. Uh, now, of course, you don't need that as much, but, uh, you know, you can kind of help each other, you can promote each other, you can, you know, uh, do a lot of different things, but just keep in mind that, you know, you shouldn't just go into the show and Oh, I'm here to make money and walk out, you know, it's a convention and, and more than likely it's a convention of something that you enjoy. So you might as well, you know, set up your stuff, sell artwork, but have a good time doing it. Every single show that I went to, uh, I had a great time, you know, I had an amazing time. I met somebody new, even, even the bad ones, like when I didn't make any money, you know, I still came away with a lot of exposure or, you know, I met a new friend that's going to help me do something else. Or, you know, I I came home with a ton of advice that 
a new friend gave me or an old friend gave me. And you kind of support each other in that way. So when you do conventions, you tend to see the same artist over and over and over, uh, especially in your own hometown. So whenever I do Megacon, guess what? I see all of my old buddies and, you know, it's like, oh, dude, it's great. And it's a, a, a sort of um, reunion, if you would. And it's it's a great thing. So definitely make friends, you know, be open minded uh, and, and expose yourself to a lot of different thoughts of, uh, you know, thoughts and ideas and, and, and stuff like that, because people are going to tend to have different opinions. And that is good. You know, you want to flavor your life with a lot of different opinions so that you can further along your own opinion. Um, so there's that. And, you know, when you have friends, you could talk about dealing with customers. <laughs> not everybody's, you know, again, like, like I mentioned before, not everybody is uh, a nice person. Um, not everybody is there for a fun time. And so you need to have a thick skin. You need to know that they may be trying to lowball you. Uh, they like your artwork, but they don't want to pay a lot for it. And so, you know, they'll, they'll say demeaning things to you, uh, just to get a good price point. So for me, my price point is so low that, um, if you were to insult me, I, it would be a mute point and you would look really, really silly uh, <laughs> because uh, because you can essentially go away with a lot of prints and everybody's happy. And of course, the reason why I have such a low price point is because I could, I could afford it. Uh, I'm good with it. There's a certain amount of, uh, of money that I think it's worth and everything's groovy. <laughs> everything's groovy. And so, yeah, and, you know, again, knowing these, knowing these kinds of things help you out and they help your business and they help you uh, learn and grow and all that good stuff. But also uh, don't just go in there thinking that, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm just an artist. I just make artwork for fun. And, you know, yeah, that's true. We all create artwork that we love, but at the same time, it is a business. You are wanting to get paid uh, for the things that you create. You know, you want an audience. As an artist, you want people to enjoy your artwork, for one. Uh, but also you want to be successful at it and you want to be able to, you know, to make money. There's absolutely nothing wrong with being an artist and wanting uh, to make money at shows like this. I mean, that's the whole reason why they exist right <laughs> so think of yourself as a brand okay think of yourself as a brand uh, for me Baten art is exactly that it's you know it's a podcast it's uh, online sales it is a presence it's its own thing and I'm part of it and everything I create is under that moniker and so that's my brand um, so you have to think of you know think of yourself as that, as a brand, uh, you know, whether you call yourself your original name or you have a stage name or whatever the case may be, a fictitious name that you go under, still, that's a brand. And so you need to think of it that way, you know, think of yourself in those terms. And so, yeah, that's it. Uh, you know, and of course, get over the fear of doing it. You know, a lot of people, um, uh, 
are their own worst enemy and they will scare themselves to death about doing a show and to be quite honest it's really it's really not all that scary at all uh, but you do have to get over that fear and I do that for a lot of uh, young artists starting out by just having them hang out at my table you know come in bring some artwork we'll we'll split the table and you kind of get your feet wet and and you see how I handle it uh, you do your own sales and you see you know you're kind of in a safe environment that'll help you out uh, but you do have to kind of get over the fear of all that good stuff. You do have to talk to people. You have to explain to people what your artwork is about and, you know, all of that good stuff. And I think that is essential for an artist uh, to grow up, quote unquote, uh, and just, you know, further along your career. So that's the big takeaway from today's episode. Uh, I did finish this uh a desk chair prompt <laughs> that I will be posting on Instagram and Twitter later on today. Uh, but the great takeaway here is know your price point for your art prints. Make sure to make some friends or rely on your friends. Uh, know how to deal with customers. Uh, and also think of yourself as a business or a brand. Get over your fear and plan a lot of planning. You know, when I first did my show, I had no planning at all <laughs> and and lo and behold it did not go well <laughs> uh, but that's something that you need to think about or consider so uh, these are all good things to think about uh, over you know over the next few days especially now that uh, conventions are starting to kick up again but anyways uh, if it's your first time listening to pod to this podcast uh, thank you very much I hope you enjoy it and I hope you stay for a very long time. Uh, for all you that always listen, you know who you are. Thank you so very much uh, for the love and support of this podcast and of my artwork and, of course, myself. Um, I want to say thank you to everybody that gave me a ton of birthday wishes in all different shapes and forms, <laughs> uh, whether it was a phone call, text, or email, or, you know, online or, or whatnot. Uh, I just want to say thank you. Uh, it was an amazing birthday. Uh, I'm very happy about that. And yeah, we're going to keep going. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of the weekend. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you did, please share it with uh, all your friends or at least tell them about it. Uh, because this is a just a simple put together podcast uh, for artists from an artist. And I hope that I serve as a uh, as an inspiration to all of you, and uh, you kind of learn from the things that uh, I have done and continue to do. So that's it. This is my podcast, Noodle Doodle. I am Lazaro Gomez, and thank you so much for listening. And uh, we'll see you next Sunday at 10 a.m. as we always do. <laughs> all right, that's it. Thank you, everybody. Bye bye. <laughs>